account to God in your life in this world. I believe that. I believe that. Let's get this thing worked out for you. Hallelujah. Turn it down just a little bit. Praise God. Y'all don't get nervous. I'm not. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Every PA system in the world has got a devil in it. I believe that with all my heart. Praise God. You just got to cast them out and have a church in hell. Amen. I wish I knew where the gear shift was on this platform. I'd, I'd pop the clutch and shift it. Brother Daniel. Hallelujah. We're going to have a church tonight. Hallelujah. I said we're going to have church tonight. Hallelujah. From the front to the back. From side to side. If you'll read the sign out there, it did not say, I'm not, it did not say the first church of the dried up. Amen. Amen. We've got five night services and four day services to do it in. We don't have time to miss it. Amen. We're going to do it right. I wonder tonight, before we get started, anybody that's in here that's hungry enough for the Holy Ghost, just, just say, Brother Kelly, I don't have a Holy Ghost and I want it. Anybody? Everybody got the Holy Ghost? Where's Gary at? Gary. Put your hand in the air. <laughs> Jerry, me and you going to have to go to me in prayer. I'm going to beat the mud out of you, boy. Hallelujah. He told me last night he wanted the Holy Ghost. Do you still want the Holy Ghost? Yeah. Put your hand there, there. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to preach till you get a desire. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, I believe this is a day of revival. If you believe revival's over, don't tell me. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, don't get quiet. I said, if you believe revival's over, don't tell me. I don't believe in just hanging on to the few we got till Jesus comes. I'm going to hang on to the ones we got and we're going after some more of them. I said, we're going after some more of them. Hallelujah. This is the day of revival. This is the day of miracle. This is the day, amen, that God wants to give us apostolic revival. Hallelujah. I don't believe, I told this church last night, I don't believe our churches are not going to grow because we stand for holiness. That's junk. That's hogwash. I believe our church is going to grow because we preach holiness, because we stand for something. Amen. The world sick of the world. I said the world sick of the world. They're sick of the world. They want one God apostolic church that believes right, that walks with God, that separates themselves from the world. Amen. They're tired of the world. They're tired of worldly churches. They're tired of worldly churches. Don't get it in your mentality that the world don't want this thing. They're dying for this every day. They're dying for this. My, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. It is five after nine. Y'all took an hour and 35 minutes. I'm gonna, I, just in case I preach a long time, I brought me some beef. And I will not pass out, hallelujah. We're going to make it. Sister Townley, Sister Easter, Brother Ben Weeks, Brother James Townley, would you come help me again? We done it last night. Hallelujah. We started singing a song last night, and things just happened. The guy got the Holy Ghost. And we're just going to fight again tonight. And let's have church. Hey, hey, we're too tight. We're too starchy. We had better church since yesterday. Hallelujah. We're not going to warm up till Friday night. We're having church tonight. All those men and women that were shouting and running the aisles, where y'all at tonight? 
Oh, 
the giant, and everyone laughed at such a funny little sight. A little shepherd boy, armed only with a sling. But that mighty Goliath seemed just a puny little thing. But David said, you come to me with spear and a sword. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. He put in a stone, he gave it a sling. And when he left his hand, David, he began to sing. was a guy in darkness began to fall. The demons were rejoicing. They thought they had won the war. But soon they would not be laughing anymore. On that resurrection morning when the sun woke up the earth, the taverns opened up to get birth to a resurrected Savior with healing in his wings. And now the host of children rise and sing. Well, I've got healing. Everything's gonna be alright. Oh, I got a Everything's gonna be alright. Oh, I got a feeling. Everything's gonna be alright. Be alright. Be alright. Be alright. Hallelujah. Let's praise him, let's praise him, let's praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's lift our voices. Let's lift our voices tonight. Hallelujah, this is a camp meeting. I said this is a camp meeting, hallelujah. It's revival time. Amen, it's time for somebody to get their healing. I said it's time for somebody to get their healing. It's time for somebody to be liberated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Hallelujah. 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 have your Bibles tonight, turn to Matthew. Now, I want to tell you something. A preacher is no better than his congregation. And I'm not talking about just noise. But there is such a thing as a cycle of response. And I don't have to explain this, this church. I preached a few times here, not a whole lot. And you've always done tremendous and and we don't want to we don't want to warm up till Friday night. Amen. Let's hit it tonight. Tonight. I told Brother McDaniel, and I mean this with all my heart, I'm not going to just preach just to preach pretty messages. I I don't know, I told my church, I said, if I you ever hear me preach anything deep, you know I've got it from somebody else. Hallelujah. I'm just me. 
And I'm going to preach with all 150 pounds of you, I promise you. Praise God. You fat people, shut up laughing. Praise God. Brother Spell said, I look like a preacher. Uh, they always told me a preacher was fat and bald-headed. This is not a toupee. It's real. I'm halfway there. And Brother Alexander, is that it? The elder minister spoke. He said you couldn't shout. Is that right? Like I promise you, I'll shout for you tonight. If you just shake your foot in the aisle, I'll do the rest. Is that, is that a deal? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I appreciate our elder ministers. I mean that. I mean that. But I don't want us just to shout. And I do want us to shout. But I don't want us just to shout. But I want something to happen on the inside. I want some people that have been battling some things in your lives to leave here liberated tonight. There are people that have the Holy Ghost that are not set free. It's not the will of God. I believe people that talk in tongues are going to go to hell because they're not set free. The Holy Ghost is not salvation. The Holy Ghost is the power of God unto salvation. The Bible said the Holy Ghost will lead us and guide us. It didn't say push us and shove us to all truth. And just because we're baptized in Jesus' name and speak in tongues does not know mean we have all truth. You know, it, it really, and I don't want to get on, up on this tonight too deep, but it really bothers me today. I had a, a, a man the other day, a few months ago, he, we met a, a black minister in Atlanta. And uh, I could tell just I'm not stupid, but just by looking for the Medford, he didn't believe what I believe. Just, I mean, I wouldn't judge it. I just, it wasn't right, okay? And, and this minister that I was with, he said, Now, Brother Talent, that man, now his standards are not just like ours, but he's straight on the message. I said, Excuse me? What is the message? Is the message, Brother Clement, just repentance, baptism, and Holy Ghost? And is the rest of us smorgasbord? We just pick and choose? I don't believe that. I believe the message is everything I've always been taught all my life. I believe the message is the whole thing, Brother McDaniel. I believe the message is holiness. I believe it's righteousness. I believe it's prayer. I believe it's worship. I believe it's fasting. I believe it's separation. I believe it's repentance. I believe it's all of it. How can you not have standards and, and, and believe the message? I'm confused. I might have to help me after service. I, I believe that as we walk with God, He leads us if we allow Him to. Noah worked on the ark 120 years. If the flood would have came two weeks early, his work would have been in vain. It would have sank. Somebody didn't come early. It came on time. God knows everything. And if you're here tonight, I don't care what state you are in God or where you are, but if you're here with a hungry heart and an open mind, my God will touch you. One more time. One more time. I appreciate my mother-in-law being here tonight over in Porter City. All of y'all couldn't say that because some of y'all hate y'all's mother-in-law. 
But I love my mother-in-law, hallelujah. And uh, I'm glad that she is here tonight, just again with her. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 21. I want to read tonight and, and try to preach what God has laid on my heart. I'm not here to perform. I'm here to just touch God's people. I'm not under pressure. I just happen to befall my lot to be the speaker. I am honored, and uh, I'm just going to give you what God has given me, if that's all right. Matthew 15 and 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. Behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. That's what some of you need to do tonight. But he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. She said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. You know what he did? He handed her a sign, blank check on heaven. You fill it in. Be it as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. I want to preach by the help of God and your help, and I do need your help on this subject. Humble, hungry, and determined. Humble, hungry and determined. Would you say that with me tonight? Lift your voices. Humble. Come on. Humble. Hungry. And determined. Reach over and lay your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. Let's pray one for another right now, please. I need you tonight, God. 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 There are men and women that need to be delivered and set free. Would you help me just be lips of clay? Would you help me just be lips of clay, God, and speak the mind of the Spirit tonight? Oh, God. Jesus' name. 
Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God bless you. Can be seated. I am again honored to have all the ministers here tonight. And I know these ministers are not like a lot of bunch of preachers. I've preached some places where the ministers are the hardest ones to move. But I know these guys, if they were up here preaching, they'd help. They'd allow, they would appreciate me working with them, wouldn't y'all? Hallelujah. And uh, we're in this thing together to cause something to happen for the cause of Jesus Christ. The word humble means showing awareness of one's shortcoming. It means not proud. It means to bring low. And it also means to abase. The word hungry. This morning my son woke up, Brother McDaniel, upstairs in your house. He said, Daddy, I'm hungry. I said, now hold it, son. Are you hungry or hungry? He said, both of them. Oh. At your house. Hey, he does it every morning. I don't care where he's at, okay? Oh. Hungry means feeling or showing a strong desire for something. I got a strong desire for something to happen in this service tonight. Hallelujah. I feel a strong desire in this place tonight uh, all over this building. Praise God for something to happen. And then determine, it means firm or fixed in purpose. Fixed in purpose. I teach our church that you can take a locomotive, and I don't care where you put it, it has power. You can take a locomotive and set it out in the middle of the Sahara Desert, and it'll just turn wheels and throw dust, but it won't go nowhere. The spell, you put a locomotive on a track, and it'll go somewhere. It'll do something, and it'll move something behind it. Amen? It'll move something behind it. Fix in purpose. We need to understand where we're going, what we're going after, and what we're going to do with it after we get it. Amen? Hallelujah. Hey, I am fixed in the doctrine tonight. I am not worried about what I'm going to stand for 15 years from now. It's in my heart. It's in the Word of God. It's forever settled. Something changed with time. But I read in the book one time where it said Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let the world change. I said let the world change. The church of the living God should never, I said should never, should never change. Matthew 18 and 4 said, Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the king is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. He don't need people that know just how to walk with the king. I want to trick them when they do that. I know that's not God. I know that's not God. But when they know just how to walk, the Lord, I want to trick them on the sin or something like that. We don't need, the, you know, this, this cocky attitude. Who are we in the hell? Who are we in the hell? Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same as the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 23, 12, and whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he shall humble himself. He that shall humble himself shall be exalted. 
James 4 and 10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. He shall lift you up. Luke 1 and 53, he that filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. If you don't feel like you need anything tonight, don't worry, you won't get anything. If you think that you've got it all worked out and your prayer life is established and you don't need one bit of improvement on it and you, everything in your walk with God is just up to par and you just blessed us with your presence here, well, enjoy yourself. You're not going to get anything. But for those of us along with me that's not satisfied with what I am, that's not satisfied with where I am, that's not satisfied with my ministry, my walk with God, or my nothing concerning God, I've come here tonight. I want to humble myself before God, and I want to receive something. I didn't come to preach to you. I come to preach to us. Amen. I'm with you. I'm in your corner. We're going to do it together. First Corinthians 2 and 2 For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and He should I just want to know Him. I just want to know Him. Amen. All I do in life, all I do is this. This is all I know. I try to start a hobby. I don't know how to have a hobby. I ought to have a hobby. Somebody help me have a hobby. I don't know. But this is all I have, Brother McDaniel. Just this. This is all. It's the church. The Word of God. The work of God. We went to Atlanta almost five years ago and started a church in a city that the, the metro area of Atlanta has as many or more people than the whole state of Mississippi. And I felt lost. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to shoot the governor so I can get my name in the paper. Let him know I'm here. Something's wrong. It was so overwhelming. It'd be the first couple of years there. Amen. But we've just, just, just worked for God. And, and just like you're doing, man, and God is doing some things among us, just like he's doing here. Amen. Just like he's doing here. I'm going to tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost, brother. And I told this church this last night. I feel we're sitting in one of the greatest potential churches I've ever preached in in my life. I believe this is a sleeping giant that God is ready to give revival to. To give revival to. I believe it's time to turn this city upside or right side up, or inside out, or whatever you want to do. I believe this time we get on fire from the front to the back, from side to side, the pulpit to the back door, and take this gospel to the world. Hallelujah! 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 We have a story here tonight that in the scripture that many of us can identify with, the one I read to you, we had the woman in need. And the reason you and I can identify with this is we are either sitting here tonight in need or we have just in the very near past been in need or we're just about to be in need. That's just sort of life. It just goes that way. I've never learned how to live for God without problems. I've never learned how to live for God and never, never face a trial 
and never face the temptation. But I have learned how to live for God in the midst of my trouble, in the midst of my trial, in the midst of the tribulation. You know what you do when you don't feel it? You live it in hell. I said you live it in hell. I said you live it in hell. When I don't understand it, you just live it. Thank you, Brother Ted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said it might not make sense, but you just walk for God. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. But I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world. I stepped on another guy walking in the bookstore the other day. He pointed the book. He said, you ever read that one? It meant for the title was something like this. What do you do when God don't make sense? I said, I ain't never read it, but I've been there. I could have wrote it, but I've never read it. You just walk with God. Walk with God. And I don't believe I'm any different than you. I don't believe I'm from Mars. Brother Xavier, how long have you been preaching? I just like you. I don't know yet. I like you. How long have you been preaching? Have you ever been discouraged? Thank God. I feel like a whole bit of Man, that's encouraging to me. I'm not discouraged tonight. I can put a bear with a switch tonight. But I have been. I have been. I've, I've wept myself to sleep. My wife said, honey, I'm glad you can so Hallelujah. And then it's not long. I was, she's weeping herself to sleep. And I said, honey, remember, it's going to be okay. Hallelujah. Tonight, both of us are here tonight with the Holy Ghost. It's a miracle. Thank God. I know I got two saints there with me. Hallelujah. Thank God. I think I left some more in the land. I hope you're I believe that we can understand where this woman is coming from. And I believe we can not only understand, but I believe we can learn from her. There are three major attitudes that this woman had that I desire God to baptize us with them. And that she was and she was humble. And she was dependent. She was humble. And she was humble. And she was dependent. The first thing I want to establish tonight is that she had a need. I wonder tonight, Brother Clement, do you have anything you need from God? Don't tell me what it is, just tell me this thing. Lord, I want to evangelize with you. You don't have nothing to say. Hallelujah! Praise God. Brother, you just started passing four months. I know you got problems. Now, me and you ain't like him, okay? And he's probably lying to us. Hallelujah. <laughs> he, I just caught him off guard, Brother Bullet. I just caught him off guard. Hallelujah. I evangelize. I ain't stupid. Hallelujah. Do you have a need? Just the bullet, and just you and you're in rest of your life. Anybody else got a need? It's a real need. This woman came to Jesus. She had a need. She had a need, brother Daniel. We did not come together tonight with just nice clothes on just because we like preaching and we love preaching. But I know I've went to meetings like this before with my suit on and my tie tied just right in my shoes shine. And before I left home, I said, God, don't let me leave 
believe without talking to me. I need to hear from heaven. I need to hear from you. I need to listen in my life. I believe I'm preaching some people tonight that have needs in their life. I believe there are healing needs in this place. I believe there is disease and sickness in this place. And I'm going to tell you tonight, if you don't get in a hurry, if you'll forget the time and let God have his way, it's no telling what God will do tonight. He can heal your body. He can liberate your soul. If there's a God in heaven and there is, there's people that's been sitting in this building that's had the Holy Ghost for years. The spotting sin in your life that you have you just can't overcome. You've learned to shout with it. You've learned to run the aisles with it. You've learned to lift your hands with it. But it's still there. It's still there. Don't be ashamed. The one sitting behind you is probably fighting the same thing. But I want to tell you, you don't have to leave here tonight fighting it. I serve a God that can liberate your heart. He can set you free tonight. Woo! I feel faith building in this place. I feel, I feel faith building in this place. Not only did she have a need, but the county get that microphone and you get ready. Not only did she have a need, but she had faith in God that he could supply her need. See, we are a very tangible people. We like to see things. We like to feel things. We like for it to be solid. Where's God? You want to show him to me? Have you seen him lately? How do you know there's a God? Well, tell me. Uh, and you thought about it. My faith. That don't lessen God, don't you know? He's light. He's powerful. He's here. He's glorious. But I'm going to tell you, in living for God, it's not tangible. The Bible said, for we walk by faith and not by sight. I know there's a God because his word is alive. And it's told me, if you'll do this, I'll do this. I've done that. He did that. Hallelujah. He said, if you'll try this, I'll do that. I tried that. He did that. He said, if you'll repent and be baptized, I'll give you the Holy Ghost. You'll talk in church. I'll repent. I was baptized. I got the Holy Ghost. I talked in church. It worked. I said, it worked. I said, it worked. It still blows my mind. I, I mean, I've had a whole year. It's been raised around for years, but it still blows my mind. Last Thursday night, a black man walked in our service, and, and he began to, to worship God. And uh, he was a young man, and he looked, he's about six foot four. He, he looked a grown man, but he's about 16, 17 years old. And he was worshiping, and I thought, boy, I had a whole something. I didn't know. And I went back to him in service. I said, hey, man, you ever had the Holy Ghost? He said, no. I said, uh, you know what the Holy Ghost is? He said, No. Let me tell you, he was just worshiping, juking God and all over the church, and then just talking to them. And I told him what the Holy Ghost was. And I said, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to you when you get the Holy Ghost. I said, I know this is strange you understand right now, but your tongue is going to begin to speak in a language that you don't understand. And that's when God comes to dwell in your life. That's the Holy Ghost. That's His Spirit. I said, you don't understand everything right now, but don't worry about it. Just believe what I'm telling you in the Word of God. It'll happen. Before that service was over, that young man was talking in tongues. 
Hadn't been to church nowhere in five years. Nowhere in five years. He just, it was there. He believed it. It happened. I called home this morning. My sister Patrick said, Brother Taylor, we had another man come in like that. We baptized him. He got the Holy Ghost. I don't even know who he is. Don't know what he looks like. Got a brand new man sitting on the pew when we get back home. I'm excited. I want to tell you, this Bible will work. I said this Bible will work. It will work. Don't worry about depending on the Word of God. Just turn it loose. I said just turn it loose. She had a need, and she had faith in her cause that he could supply her need. You know why the Bible said whatsoever things of not of faith are sin? You know why? Because when you have a need and you don't believe God can supply it, you're making God a little bit. When you have a need for the spell, and, and, and you say, well, I just don't know. He can deliver me. You're saying, God, you're a weakling. You're a wimp. You're a sissy. You have no power. God don't like that. Because he spoke this world into existence. I said he spoke this world into existence. I want to tell you something, friend of mine. In God's world, our problems are so small. Can you imagine God's world? I mean, can you imagine? Hey, he sits in heaven, used the earth as a footstool. The Bible said he can hold all the water in the palm of his hand. The Bible said he can measure the universe with a span of his hand. Hey, where I come from, that's a pretty big guy, friend. I said that's a big God. If he's that big, his world is bigger than that. How small are you and I? You ever seen the dust coming through where the sunlight shines, just a little particle floating in there? You and I ain't that big in God's world. And we got these major problems. God saying, just have faith in me. I not only created the world, I not only created you, but I can take care of the problem. Tell me, read Philippians 4 19. But my God shall supply all your needs. But my God might supply. No, 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 no. That ain't the way we believe it. It might say it, but we don't believe that. But my God might, maybe, possibly. I've got needs here tonight, and I just, my, it's a chance. About, about, two, and, about two and 50, I might get my need met tonight. This ain't Las Vegas, is it, brother? Hallelujah. I went out there. I felt like a sinner the whole time I was there. I've never been in Las Vegas, man. I'm not down in town. I just wouldn't use all that stuff all around there, man. Hallelujah. I'm from Pitkin. Glory. I just, all those slot machines and all that stuff just banging everywhere. Man, it like drove me crazy. I just, hallelujah. Thank God for Brother Nefford. Praise God. Read on. Hallelujah. But my God shall supply all your needs. But my God shall. That's the same shall that we emphasize so strong in Acts 2.38. If you will repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, mission the sin, you shall, you shall, you shall. That's the same word for the man first. He, you shall. But my God shall supply all your needs. What? According to According his to his return. In glory. In glory. Hey, he's not bankrupt. He ain't thinking about being bankrupt. He's not on the list going down. He's got everything. I said he's got everything. He said, I'll supply your need. You got a need? I'll take care of it. Read Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him that now is able. unto him that is able. To do exceedingly. To do exceedingly. Abundantly. Abundantly. Above all above that we can ask. All that we can ask. Oh, even see that's a big God. Because I'm telling you, 
I am able to be Our people in our church. We started a little less than five years ago from nothing, and right now we ain't knocking it dead. But I guess we've actually people that are people. We've got about 90 people right now that that I can pretty well count on. But if you'll ask those people where we're headed, they'll tell you everywhere. They'll tell you that the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. The only reason they built it is because the stadium that holds 65,000 people ain't big enough for our church. Brother Pat, am I preaching? Hallelujah. One of my folks gave me a, a card, something I hear long ago, and, and it said on the bottom, 